Hello everyone, I'm Carmen and welcome to the Rise of a Goddess podcast, a place where we explore all things femininity, feminine energy, intuition, and mindset. Each week we will discuss the many ways media, society, and the world around us help shape our minds to ignore our intuition and play small. Together we will discover how these elements become roadblock number one to rising to our full goddess potential. If you're ready to tap into your goddess energy, you've come to the right place. Now let's dive in. Hi everyone, happy Monday and welcome back to the Rise of a Goddess podcast. My name is Carmen and I am your host. If you are new here, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you enjoy it, but most of all, I hope it inspires you to come back for more and to become a part of our goddess community. If you are a returning listener, as I say each and every week, thank you so much for being such an important part of our goddess community. Thank you so much for always giving me feedback and for letting me know how an episode has impacted you. And thank you to those of you who have given me some amazing topic ideas to cover in future episodes. It makes my life a bit easier knowing that there are certain topics that are of value to you that you want to learn a little bit more about. And even if, say, I don't have a lot of knowledge on it, it gives me that homework and that inspiration to go and dig a little deeper into these topics so that I can create episodes that will be truly impactful for all of us. I am going to keep this intro very short because our topic this week is one that I find to be extremely valuable and a topic that is one that will probably leave us a bit vulnerable. And as you saw in the title, the episode is going to be about relationship audits. Now, when you hear the word audit, many of us kind of cringe. Why? Because we know that audits aren't always fun and cheery. When someone thinks of an audit, they usually will think of a tax audit. That's probably one of the biggest ones that many of us have heard and many of us don't want to attack. Why? Because it means that you have to look at something with a fine tooth comb. So when you get a tax audit, if you haven't heard of this topic, or have not had the, I can say, displeasure of being on the receiving end of an audit, a tax audit. What they do is they flag your taxes and they hold any refund check that you were supposed to receive. And an auditor looks at it with a fine tooth comb. And basically what they're looking for are errors 
or they're looking for any falsification or aspects of, in which you may have overlooked something. So a lot of times, more often than not, when someone gets a tax audit, it usually means that one, any refund that they were going to receive may be drastically reduced, or two, they will have to end up paying the Internal Revenue Service here in the United States a lot of money. I remember my dad had to go through it when I was preparing to go to college and it was a long process. It was one that really shook him up. He realized after the whole ordeal was over that there were many things that he overlooked. There were many things that he swept under the rug and there were very many moments in which he took the business advice from others who really didn't have his best interests at heart and it cost him. So in similarity, doing a relationship audit for us, us goddesses that are working so hard to become our best selves in order for us to rise to our highest potential, it serves us well to also do an audit, not of the tax kind, but of the relationships that we have in our lives at the current moment. Because sometimes there are individuals that we may have in our inner circle that may not have our best interests at heart or may not be the right fit to offer us advice on our level up journey. And an order doesn't necessarily mean that we are going to eliminate people from our lives, but rather we may need to restructure how we show up or how these people show up in our lives in general in order to protect the positive changes that we have already done in our lives in order for us to garner who here in this friend group or in, in this family unit truly wants to see what's best for us. It is a very unfortunate truth that sometimes we hold people at high regard and offer people a quality friendship that isn't reciprocated. Sometimes we blindly become friends with individuals who on the surface seem to have our best interests, but who truly are only around as a fair weather friend. Sometimes we may even encounter individuals who are fine as long as you and I are obtaining the same things, but who quickly become envious or jealous when they aren't the ones winning or they aren't the ones obtaining the same things that you are. And that can be really dangerous to have when you are on this journey to become 
your true self, your highest self, a person of high value, or even a person with a goal in mind. This truly really is a hard pill to swallow, especially if you are a social butterfly. I have always been the type of person to befriend everyone. I help everyone, I befriend everyone, and there was a time in my life where everyone was my great friend. This is my great friend this, or this is my great friend that. And it was only when I was in college that I realized that not everyone is your best friend. A similar incident happened with my daughter when I was raising my daughter because like her mom, she becomes friends with everyone. But um, an issue that I had when raising my daughter was the fact that she always called everyone her best friend. And it was cute at first, but there came a time where she was probably in fourth grade where it started becoming evident that there were some individuals that she was calling her best friend that were not really treating her nicely or even in a friend-like manner. So I had to begin letting her know not everyone will fall under the category of your best friend. That's a title that you should only give to people who really want what's best for you, who truly are cheerleaders, who want to want to see you succeed as much as they want to see themselves succeed and vice versa. And it wasn't until she was a junior in high school that all of these tips fell into place for her. And it was hard to see because no parent wants to see their child hurt. No parent wants to see their child go through the realization and the spiral of emotions where they realize that not everyone has their best interests at heart. But I was glad that she was able to decipher this then because there are many of us right now as adults that do not see the true value of a person's interaction with you, that they may not want to see you succeed, that this might be a friend who is a fair weather friend. As long as we're having fun and both of us are obtaining the same things, it's fine. But the very moment that you are doing something better for yourself or obtaining things better for yourself or receiving blessings from the universe, we're not okay. So having a friendship order is something that all of us need to do, especially when we are trying to become a better version of ourselves. We need to take a minute and step back and really look at the relationships that we have 
and decipher the true quality and the true intentions of them. It's important for us to forge bonds and relationships with individuals of high value. And this has nothing to do with financial value. I mean, of pure high value to you and your journey on this path to your higher self. A lot of times, the people that we've known the longest, the relationships that we have known the longest will not fall into the category of high value friends. So it's important for us to know them and know where they stand in our lives and act accordingly. Because not everyone, and I'll repeat this a couple of times, not everyone wants to see you do better than them. They want to see you do well, but they don't want to see you do better than them. So it's important on your journey for you to have a set friend group that is also there to level themselves up, that you're there to inspire them to become their higher self and they are there to help you and to be your cheerleader. It's important when you're doing your audit to notice the people who are not clapping for you, to notice the individuals who are not supportive of the changes that you're implementing. These can be individuals that you have been through all walks of their life, through thick and thin. You've been that cheerleader for them who has gone through all of their lives, life milestones and all of a sudden they're not being very supportive of yours. Their energy may seem off or they may seem threatened by the new you that is emerging. You are becoming more confident. You are obtaining more opportunities. Your newfound changes have been opening more doors for you for success And instead of them being overjoyed, they may be withdrawing or acting indifferent. As bad as this may seem, none of us want to be on the receiving end of this type of behavior, especially when the changes that are causing these reactions are positive ones for your life and for your future. And as unfortunate as this may seem, it is very normal. Unfortunately, many of this behavior is due to the fact that they became accustomed to the old version of you. You were either more at their level before, or they felt that they were more of the leader and you were the loyal companion or the follower. Or seeing you setting goals and acquiring them reminds them that they have become complacent in the positions that they have in their life. And they don't want to change anything. And they are okay with being in their same spot. And they expected you to also remain there with them. This is why it's important to take inventory and categorize your relationships. It's important for you to determine which ones are high value. Which are great for a hangout or party and which 
ones of these friends are merely acquaintances. It's really important that you have a very clear vision of what a high value relationship means to you. For me, a high value relationship will will never leave me feeling depleted. I should never feel small when I'm around this person rather than being inspired. I should never feel that this person doesn't seem to be happy for me or they seem to not care at all about the goals that I want to attain in my life. For me, a high-value friendship looks like a person that I could connect with who will offer support to me as well as me offering connection and support to them. It's a person who I feel understands the journey that I'm taking and who is looking forward to seeing the positive changes and the positive things happen in my life and vice versa. For me, all of these things that I am going to tell you now that I find are key elements to having a high-value relationship with someone is reciprocal. It's a person who brings positive energy and are happy to see you shine and, and achieve your goals. It's a person who adds value to your life that they want to see you create and they are willing and happy to help create with you. As goddesses, we, our innate calling is to create and to have someone who wants to take part or just merely wants to be there as a level of support for you is truly important in a high value relationship. This individual has a positive mindset. They have an abundance mindset. They don't feel like I am competing with them. They don't feel as though there's not enough to go around. They know that in seeing me succeed, they feel inspired to succeed themselves. The same way, if I see them succeed, I know, you know what? It's possible for me to also obtain that because she did it and I'm so happy for her. And I know that if she can do it, I can A high-value relationship also is filled with individuals who are attentive with each other, who take the time to actually listen and share in their enjoyments, share in the process of the steps that they are taking in order to get to their next level. They are accepting of you and they're not judgmental. You won't find this person 
looking at you in your face and saying, oh, wow, that's amazing. And then turning around and talking to someone else and being judgmental about you. That's not a high value relationship. And another thing for me that's truly important and I value so much is a person who celebrates my wins. And they are appreciative of the relationship that we have with one another. If I had to categorize to my daughter years ago and I spoke to her about a best friend, I probably would have told her a best friend is someone who is of high value, who wants to see you succeed, who wants nothing but the best for you, and who is so extremely happy when you achieve it. I will say that the first time you do a relationship audit is probably the hardest one because it's basically the moment of truth where you see each and every person in your life and are able to promote or demote them. Remember, you are the producer, director, the writer in your life. You are the one who is writing the story of how your life is going to change and how you are going to become the goddess that you've always wanted to be. In order to do that, you do have to do an audit and promote and demote individuals accordingly. But once you do that, and once you have that level of standards of what are high value relationships, it'll get you that much closer to obtaining your goals. Because it's then that you will know, okay, these high value relationships are the ones that I will be sharing my goals, sharing the things that are coming up in my life. These are the people who, when I'm not feeling my best, will remind me of why I need to keep going. Will remind me that, look, you're not alone. I'm here for you. Come on, let's get back on the track. The friends in your life that you hold of high value should always be individuals who will motivate and inspire you. They should always be well-rounded and supportive individuals who are not there to gossip or to be envious or jealous. These are individuals who are there for your best interest and who you are there for their best interests. These are individuals that will never have you doubting yourself or doubting your goal. They want to see you win. Always remember that sometimes your circle may decrease in size, but increase in value. 
it's important to also realize that as your circle gets smaller, your vision gets crystal clear because you don't have all of that white noise going on around you. You're able to kind of zero in on what it is you truly want and desire. And you're able to implement the next steps without having someone make you doubt that it's the right one. Once you begin to set a standard on how you expect to be treated, you'll begin to see how many individuals in your life begin to drop off. And it may seem like a sad thing, but it truly is a blessing in disguise. Because what we want for ourselves is something that will translate into value not just for us, but for others around us. So we should always be able to look at those people that we hold with esteem to be people who are adding value to you, to themselves, and to others around them as a whole. Implementing positive changes in your life for the better should never be met with animosity, with jealousy, with envy. They should always be met with positivity and motivation and love. Who's ready to do a relationship audit of their life? Who has already done one? And what have you learned? What can you share with the other goddesses that can help them become their truer, higher self and surround themselves with individuals who will help them rise to their full goddess potential. Let us know. Come on over to our Instagram page and give us your ideas. Share what has worked for you and we can help one another become our highest and truest self. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I hope to see you next Monday on the Rise of a Goddess podcast. Have a great week.